Oh, my gosh. Good Friday. How are we looking today? I'm excited. I'm always excited, but I, today I'm excited. I mean, you know, I'm kind of geeked today. You got a lot of stuff. Some days you come into the show and you're like, ah, oh God, what is there to talk about? And then there's days you come in and there's like a big topic. You know, one thing that's going to carry four hours, right? And then there's a day like today where you can just kind of take the buckshot approach, where you can just blast a shotgun right at the target and you're going to have 50 of those pellets that are going to hit the target. You know, there, there's just so much little stuff that's out there. And uh, man, oh, man, oh, man, it's, uh, it's good today. It's good. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. You can also track us down on uh, Twitter or X at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. Grant Bills, who's getting ready to wing his way out to Arizona, at Wisco Grant. You can find us Instagram, simply The Bill Michaels Show at Instagram. Uh, you can find the same thing on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. Uh, you can find us on uh, TikTok, same thing. And you can also track us down YouTube, uh, which is a great way to follow the program. I tell you all the time, if you just uh, click the subscribe button, it doesn't cost you anything. It just lets you know when we go on the air, and it'll pop up on your mobile device or your desktop or whatever. But uh, you can follow us there. Go to YouTube.com, YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. And you can find us there. Same thing on Twitch TV, on Kick TV, on LinkedIn TV as well now. And uh, you can also drop an email into the program, which is kind of the antiquated way now, actually, to kind of do it, right? Uh, since there's so many other things out there, but you can find us at thebillmichaels at gmail.com, thebillmichaels at gmail.com, and then the website simply thebillmichaels.com. W-O-Z-N, The Zone Madison. That is the app where you can take us anywhere and everywhere and listen to us each and every day. And then after the fact, on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, all kinds of good stuff as well. Grant, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I am uh, excited to see what we have coming out of the Combine today. I feel like with every day that passes this week, the oh, the headlines we, have gotten a little more nuts. We've got stuff coming out of the Combine. Hell yeah. Do we have the uh, the Caleb Williams sound talking about going to the uh, going to the Bears? No, I didn't know there was Caleb Williams sound. Oh, but yeah. If he it exists, I'll morning. get it. He spoke this morning and talked about when they asked him about uh, being the number one overall pick, and he uh, throws out the comparison to him and – Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Ah, and then he talks about going to the Chicago Bears or not. <laughs> yeah, it was a good day. And then you always get it this time of year, and I love it that it happened today, the dumb questions and the answers. You get some of the questions from some of the teams that I have no idea why they ask them, but they do. And every team has some kind of a psychological makeup uh, questionnaire so they can find out what this particular player is thinking what's between the ears so I love the questions love it so we'll have Mike Clemens down uh, down there today and I hope that Mike is just uh, running amok where he is just grabbing anything and everything he can possibly find because it just seems like right now you know like you turn the spigot on earlier this week, and you yeah, a little bit of a trickle, you know, a couple things. Goody speaks, so that was big, you know, and then you hear a couple other GMs, and and now you've got the Jets saying they got rid of McCall Hardman because he was giving the game plan to opponents. How about that? 
I mean, they're basically accusing him of, of, of cheating for the other team. Well, and what's funny now is I was listening to a little New York radio sometimes at the end of the day when I've like run out right. of stuff to consume. I'll be like, what they talk about on WFAN today or whatever. And I watched a clip and they went back. Boomer and Geo went back and they're like, when Rogers was talking about the leaks, is was he talking about McCole Hardman? And it, it just reminded me so much of what we used to do where we yes. would like connect the Aaron Rodgers dots constantly. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Absolutely. So you've got the drama that is. I'll say this: it, the the accusation Mercole uh, Hardman needs to hit a camera right now, right now. Because I mean, this ends his career. If they are saying, and he doesn't come out and def- defend it, if they are saying that, yeah, this is what we believe, or this is what we knew he was doing. There's a big distinction between the two. But if he does not come out today, sooner rather than later, and defend himself and say, I would never, ever do this, they're liars, you know, blah, blah, blah. If he doesn't come out and say that, what team would bring him in? What I mean, at this point as a free agent, what team would bring him in? What team would say, you know what, ah, no problem. I mean, maybe he wanted out of New York and maybe he wanted to sabotage the Jets because maybe he was just so sick and tired of the the offseason Rodgers drama and, the and, you know, he was a guy that actually spoke and said that they catered to nothing but Aaron Rodgers. The, the coaching staff didn't know what they were doing. Remember, he kind of threw the whole organization under the bus. So is this them now kind of throwing some heavy-duty eggshade at him? And because if that's the case, that what he said is his opinion. What they're saying can end your career. And if he doesn't get in front of a microphone, he's a crazy idiot. He really is. He needs to. He needs to. Excuse me. He needs to address this right damn now. So we got that Bucks with a win last night. Not a bad way to go. And again, you hold a team, even though it's the same team you faced the other day. You hold them under a hundred points. So there's another feather in your cap, defensively speaking. You've now won four in a row. You got the Chicago Bulls on the docket before the West Coast swing starts to take off. So that's happening. Um, what else? What else do we got today? You've got um, Jerry Jones. Did you hear about Jerry Jones? I uh, Mike was on with me last night on the evening show and mentioned something about a paternity test. Oh yeah, is that what you're? <laughs> oh, old Jerry's rocking a root, man. Yeah. Oh no. Jerry needs to take a paternity test according to the court system because uh, apparently he was he was tossing that raisin around. So, yeah, Jerry's not going to be forced to take a paternity test. Now, it's a blood test. Uh, it's not a turn-your-head-and-cough test. Uh, but, yeah, it's a, a paternity test and a blood test, so Jerry has to figure out if he, uh, he dropped a little fishizzle and a little razzle-dazzle with somebody else. I thought you so. meant maybe a, a you know bring this cup back to us when it's full type of test. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad that that's not necessary. I I would tell Mike it's like I don't know that you can even be in the same city knowing that that's well. Going he on. would have to start hanging out with uh, Robert Kraft down at the uh, down at the massage joint oh, no. and maybe have somebody else help you out with that. You oh know? no, yeah, they, happy endings all around. People that rich could probably pay pay other people to <laughs> do those tests for them. Yes. That's probably a good point. So Jerry has to have a paternity test. How old is Jerry? Like 112, too old to be doing yeah. anything with that part of his body. Right. Then again, didn't it? Wasn't it just Robert De Niro or somebody that just had a kid? And Robert De Niro was in his 70s. 
I think Robert De Niro just had a kid. Age is like but that. a number. I think Jerry Jones is he's in yeah. his 80s, right? Right. I'll be dead before then. I'm not worried about that, so I'm good to go. Yeah, he's but, 81. Yeah. <laughs> 81 years old, taking a maternity test. That's because she's got to get paid. If that baby's his, she's going to get paid. There's going to be a whole big-ass wing in the AT&T Stadium that's going to say, my crib. So, yeah. Jerry's going to have to shell out some dollars because old, 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 old Steven down there, his eldest son who works with him on the team, Mike, oh, Dad, what are you doing? I thought trying to pick Johnny Manziel was a bad decision. This was even worse. So, oh, yeah, Jerry's uh, Jerry threw some razzle-dazzle, and now he's got to take a paternity test for it. So, happy, happy day, Jerry. <laughs> so, so, that's going on. Uh, apparently, he had drunken brisket. Uh, what else do we have today? I, I just I started reading today and I'm like, oh, my head's on overload. It's crazy. We got Tyler Dunn, who I see he's posting clips and quotes of of Caleb Williams. He's going to join us a little bit later, I think, in the yeah. third hour of the show. He's been down there all week, too. So right. I, I wanted to check in with somebody, not not just Mike, of course, but somebody else who's also been down there. So lucky to have yep. Tyler. Yep, no doubt. So today is a lot of football. Today is a lot of headlines. Today, today we'll... Uh, Talk a little Bucks basketball, and uh, you got uh, good stuff coming up this weekend with college hoops. Obviously, uh, Wisconsin's trying to knock off Illinois. You got Marquette. Uh, Marquette was still with a big couple of names on the docket in uh, Georgetown and, and UConn, but can, uh, can how strong is Marquette going to feel? I'm excited for Marquette. I really am. I oh, by the way, and I, I I I'm hoping it shows up before the end of the show. But remember, it was God what six months ago that. Uh, I told you I had bought some equipment for the house and stuff that I can play play sounds here. You know, oh, yeah. Last night, I was up till, and, and this took me back to when I used to stay at radio stations, and I would just get into the studio and into the production studio, and I just would go crazy. I just would start mixing stuff like crazy. So last night, I just sat here. Kristen's on a cruise. She's texting me, and she would call me last night. And they weren't hammered or anything, but it's just, it's 8. Uh, they're on a, a bachelorette cruise. It's eight women just cackling and cracking up and yelling at each other. And and she calls me, you know, to say, hey, good night, you know. And I'm like, it doesn't sound like you're going to bed. You know, they're at the hotel because they're going, they're boarding the cruise ship right now. And uh, and so, and she's like, you're still up? We just called to say good night. I'm like, no, I'm going to be up for a little while. This was like at midnight. So I think I went to bed at like 2.30 last night. But I got into sports themes last night sports theme music and I, I i hate i hate the uh mount rushmore talk of stuff but i got into this last night and i kept flipping back and forth between monday night football's theme the old style way not this new crap with you know espn uh the master's music and the CBS March, the original CBS March Madness music, not this new synthesized crap that they play today, but the original orchestral stuff. And then I found a link that gives you all of the old school NFL music, like old NFL films music. Oh my God, I, I was I was tempted to take my pants off. It was that that cool last night. So all the themes, all the music. So I can't wait. I'm like I'm I'm giddy over here. You know, all the stuff that Mike Clemens has been sending 
Uh, you know, he's like, hey, don't forget about this clip or that clip or, you know, the old stuff that I used to do years ago when we had the Mike McCarthy machine. All of that stuff. We got to do that stuff with uh, with Matt LaFleur. But, yeah, I, I was I was up late last night. So I, I am – there's a connector that I need, and I overnighted it. It's going to be here today. I thought it would be here this morning, but it's not here yet. But I'm I'm out of my mind. So I, this these are the stupid, geeky things, Grant. That people always think that it's such a you know cool life and glamorous life at times and all the stuff you get a chance to do and it is don't get me wrong, but you're walking around in shorts and a ratty ass t shirt and you're sitting here in the studio and I don't know what the hell I was watching some kind of I think it was a Dateline mystery that was on last night and I got the speakers cranked up and I got the Masters music playing throughout the house and I'm like what a dork I am just that's the realization when you're just like a dork you know and then I found the original Olympics music. You know, and we got the Olympics this year, so it's it's pertinent. But I found the absolute go back to the original, the old Jim McKay. When that's back when uh, ABC had it, the old Jim McKay. Uh, God, going back to the seventies and eighties when they had the original, I found that too. So I'm just I'm out of my mind. I'm glad you go down nerdy rabbit holes on this stuff like I do, because this is what yeah. I do in my apartment every night. Now I don't yeah. have a studio; I just sit at my desk in the corner and. Yeah, whip through old radio stuff. I'm putting together a lot of audio, kind of getting things organized for spring training next week. Right. So like I was here in a prod studio like an hour after my show last night, like recording things. And it's really fun to go down a rabbit hole like that. Totally. Yep. I every now and then it happens. And if uh, and I'm I'm certain that, you know, other people in whatever walk of life it is that you have, you probably do the same thing in your own, you know, kind of kind of goofy way like we are. But last night it was just it's it it used to be. Um, you go, I hate to throw this out. God, it's, it's because CDs are so old school. It isn't funny. Uh, but back in the day, uh, it was all on carts and then it went to CDs. Uh, you did have a little bit of tape, but it was all on carts and tape. And then CDs came out and that was like, Oh my God, this is the absolute ultimate, you know, when CDs came out and everything was there, it was at your fingertips. You could find it all. And now I've got all these old CDs around the house of sounds. And there, there was a book called And the Crowd Cheered and the Crowd Roared. There's two books. And they're fantastic. They're some of the most famous calls in sports history. And um, all of the calls are there, but they're all on CD. And I'm looking around the house and I'm going, I don't even have a CD player anymore. No need for one, right? I don't have a CD player anymore. So for all those, all the stuff that I've stored over the years that I've kept you know, when I've left radio stations and, you know, after I put stuff together and burn CDs and you know, all this different stuff of sound, all right, I got to go out and buy a CD player if I want to use any of it. So, and I don't want to walk into a Best Buy as an old dude going, hey, do you got a CD player here? And have the kid look at me and go, what? <laughs> what? Why don't you just, yeah, it's next to the A-Tracks, Grandpa. You know, that type of thing. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was a fun night last night. So I had a good time. Then again, I'm tired today. But I'm excited today because today is Friday. It's warming up. Uh, I got my garbage out early because I didn't forget about it again this week. So the rotten chicken smell that's been coming from my garbage cans is now officially gone. So my day is off to a great start. I'm fired up. Got to the gym. Got a workout in. There you go. Good stuff. Uh, let's do this. We're going to go ahead and uh, and take a quick break. But we got a lot of stuff to get to today. Stay right where you're at. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Hey, 
to have you back. The Bill Michaels Show. On this Friday edition. Good day today. I'm excited for the day today. Got Mike Clemens coming up in the uh, last hour of the program. This portion of the show brought to you by our friends at Point Brewing. Brewing excellence since 1857. And uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Point Brewing, um, they have their big Bach run coming up. I think that's, I think that's this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, it is, as a matter of fact. Uh, located right across the street from the brewery. And they're going to do the run walk. And tomorrow, and they do it for charity. It, uh, they've been doing it a long, long time, but uh, they've got uh, the Bach Run, um, which is uh, part of uh, the Points Bach Beer that they have. And uh, it's going to be the block party uh, coming up uh, Saturday, May 18th as well, that they're going to do up there. They're going to have food trucks and music, and they got all kinds of stuff going on. And a friend of I was talking yesterday, it was yesterday or the day before, about some of the, uh, some of the kid drinks. And uh, a guy reached out and he said, Bill, have you ever tried the Point uh, Orange Cream? And I'm, no, I, I haven't. I, I uh, drank the, uh, the root beer, but never the orange cream. I said, oh, my God, you got to try it. It's, it's amazing. It takes you back to the orange crush when you were a kid. So I got to try that stuff. Point has everything. They've got the milkshake malt that's out. They've got the snow pilot that's out, uh, the Point Bach beer that's out. Always a traditional lager, and then they have Cider Boy. So a lot of great stuff from Point Brewing. Really, really good stuff from Point Brewing. So always appreciate it. All right, let's do this. Um, down at the Combine, I was mentioning it uh, before when we opened up the program. So the uh, you know what is to be projected as the number one overall pick in this year's NFL draft is Caleb Williams. So he was asked, Caleb, can you give us uh, your thoughts on the Chicago Bears? Here's what he had to say. I mean, the Bears are, was an eight and nine team last year, um, I believe, and uh, seven and seven and ten. Sorry, and and um, you know that's that's pretty good for a team that has the first pick, um, and and they got a good defense. Um, they got good players on offense, um, and and you know it's it's pretty exciting. You know if you could go into a situation like that. Does he sound excited at all? Grant, does he sound like he's, yeah, I'm really excited to be a part of that organization if Adidas works out or anything like that. He's just like, yeah, they, they got some pretty good players. I don't even know what the record is. That, that's, that's okay. So I have the so I have the luxury of, like, I'm watching the video of his face. He actually looks just fine. Like, he's got a good night. Well, I think when you compare, like, he could be going to Washington or to New England. Yeah. or Like, he could be going to a worse spot. I know the Bears historically don't have a great rep for developing quarterbacks, but they have a, a much better system in place than a typical team with the number one overall pick. He's not wrong about that. No, that is true. At least they've ascended more than, say, a team that only got three or four wins. So that is true. It's not a terrible situation. Um, but eh, I, I don't know. Remember, he wanted, you know, there was rumors coming out from his family that he wanted part of the organization, and he, then he didn't want to play in Chicago. And now, you know, just because he doesn't have a choice, He's got to go where he's drafted. I mean, he doesn't have to. He can always hold out, but he's got to go pretty much where he's drafted, and he doesn't want to be problematic. There's already questions about you know him emotionally anyway, which we'll address. But you know, he's he, he doesn't sound overwhelmed. It's just yeah, I'm the number one overall pick. You know, it's not terrible. Uh, then he talks about the process that he's gone through with the Chicago Bears. 
Everybody's mock drafted you to the Bears for a couple months. There's a million photoshops of you in a Bears uniform. Getting to talk to them for the first time here, what's it been like? It, it was good. Um, it was good. Everybody was, you know, cool. And and, and, um, and that's a, a Gen Z, I guess, kind of kind of word to use. But, um, you know, it was, it was really nice. It was... Um, they were mainly testing me on my mental, you know, seeing, you know, how I would handle things and, um, you know, putting a, putting a play up on the board and then 10 minutes later, 15 minutes later, asking me to recall it and things like that. So uh, it was good. It was a good meeting. So they wanted to find out about his emotional and mental acuity. About his ability to uh, to think and do and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, he... Uh, he, uh, he's because he, there's that's the question. So they, in response, going down that road in response to the criticism of he's emotional, uh, he might be ill-equipped to handle the media, might be ill-equipped to handle the pressures of the NFL because he was so protected by Riley out there at USC. He addresses that. You've received a lot of crit- or you know criticism when you showed your emotion with your parents. Yeah. What would you say to the people that were taking shots at that and and, and how that made you feel that hearing that criticism? Yeah, there's not many people in the world that get the experience what I experience every every game day, every practice day. Um, you know, so it kind of goes back to um, you know it kind of it always kind of goes back to that for me. It's you know it's something that. I only get to experience. Um, it's something that I really care about, um, which is not only winning the game, but you know, doing it with my teammates. So every time we lose, I feel like I let my teammates down. You brought um, up Michael Jordan yeah. and being immortalized. Yeah. Do you see Chicago as an opportunity? I mean, kids today still talk about Michael Jordan 20 years later. Do you look at Chicago as an opportunity to be that type of you know person from the NFL standard? I'd say anywhere I go, um, that's my standard. Um, that's what I that's what I play for, as y'all saw. Um, I said, don't play for fame. I don't play for money. Um, I don't play for for jewels and things like that. I don't. It's just you know, it's, it's to go out there and win as many games as possible, be the best that I can. Um, you know, my plan is if I can if I can be my best um, and play as many games as possible at my best, um, I think I can. I think I can reach certain points like that. Um, did you raise an eyebrow at any of that? The <laughs> this is going to be probably not the answer you're looking for. The only eyebrow I raise is the guy who jumped in and asked him about Michael Jordan when he was answering a legitimate question, a concern that people had at college. Like I, I right. wanted to hear him talk more about that. I don't. Yeah. Can you be like Michael Jordan? Shut. Let him answer. Like. Yeah. That was the only thing I noticed from that. That that is that has to be. I could be wrong, but that has to be a dumbass Illinois reporter. That just has to be. So I, I don't know why he would do that, but. The answer that I was looking for is when he said, I don't play for money. He's made $12 million already. He went to USC and he, he followed his coach, but he went to USC because the endorsement deals were bigger. So my follow-up question would be, okay, then if you don't play for money, why didn't you just stay with Oklahoma? And why did USC become the landing spot when they up the ante on the NIL deal and then watch him squirm because that's where he would have to start handling the pressure free. Cause sometimes you got to watch what you say. Cause we know what the past is. History is what it is. It's already written. So you can't, you can't make it up. And yeah, that would have been the, the next question. It's like, why, why, why'd you say you don't play for the money or the jewels when, you know, you're walking around with big 
diamond chains and <laughs> and twelve million dollars in the bank. You know, uh, other than that, yeah, great job. But he did uh, compare himself uh, to Aaron Rodgers. You know, the way he did compare himself to Rodgers was uh, when asked about quarterbacks of size. You know, Cam Newton being one of the biggest, Doug Flutie being the smallest. And he said, oh, I compared Aaron Rodgers. And the whole world went nuts. Because I, I just had a guy that said, oh, I hope uh, Mike doesn't talk about Aaron Rodgers today. And I said, hey, look, the, the, here's the bottom line. People hate to talk about Taylor Swift. Don't want to talk about her. She, she uh, doesn't mean anything. Yet, she's number one in the world in trends. Number one in the world. And just eclipsed the Beatles. So to act like it's nothing, you're wrong. Rodgers, much like Favre used to, whatever he says, people pay attention to and people react to. Not just locally here, but nationally. And if there's a national story or something that pertains to that, you don't just ignore it because you're mad at him or you don't want to talk about him anymore. You, you talk about what's topical. So I always tell people that. I said, look, uh, sometimes you get out of bed and you may not want to go down that road. But you can't ignore it because it's something that's trending. And by the way, this morning, the number one thing on Twitter that was trending was the name Aaron Rodgers. So you can't ignore it. You just have to deal with it and, and move on. So anyway, but that was uh, that was Caleb Williams down at the Combine. Uh, coming up a little bit later on today, we, we got good stuff. We've got uh, in the uh, about an uh, hour and a half from right now, we're going to talk with Tyler Dunn of the GoLongTD.com. He's down there at the Combine, same as Mike Clemens. Mike's going to join us for the entire last hour, or uh, three-quarters of the last hour of the program, as Mike does on Fridays as well. So we got a lot of good stuff going on. Stay right where you're at. we got uh, a lot more to get to, more of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by friends over there at Quick Trip. Love this place. And uh, you know why. It's because uh, right now it's chicken, 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 chicken. They've got fried chicken that's bet and all kinds, rotisserie chicken, all kinds of good stuff that they have inside Quick Trip. And you can order ahead. You really can. They've got hand-breaded, prepared, fresh, daily, two- or eight-piece tenders, bone-in if you want them, wings and such. You can do all of that stuff. They have tenders, uh, seriously, huge jumbo tenders, three- or eight-piece there as well. Their chicken is just awesome, and when they freshly make it and it's coming right out of the back, oh my goodness! You just you walk in and you smell it, and you're like, "This is just this is awesome." You're not quite sure if you're in a Popeyes or a KFC or Churches or any one of those, you know, Golden Chicken. Uh, but they just do it really, really well. Um, and by the way, I think Golden Chicken's probably the best in the area, uh, right next to Quick Trip. Quick Trip, uh, it just has done it right. They've they've kind of landed on a terrific recipe. So, by the way, you can win fried chicken for life go to quicktrip.com slash fried chicken for life and you can find out all the details but yeah you can do you can win some fried chicken for life right there at quick trip and as they say see you next time this is the bill michael show on the wisconsin sports zone radio network What are you doing tonight? What do you got going on? I know it's a fish fry Friday. Everybody's going to get out. There's plenty of places, and we talk about them all the time here on the show. Two places. One, famous. They've taken the famous name and expanded it. Sobelman's Pub and Grill on the, in Milwaukee on St. Paul Avenue. 
You can go get uh, the uh, Big Bloody Mary, and that being said, you can also get yourself a Fish Fry Friday down there. And then there's the new one that's been around actually a little while, but a lot of people don't know about it. They actually have a Sobelman's Pub and Grill in Waukesha on Williams Street. And they have the Fish Fry Friday going on, which uh, I got all kinds of options tonight. Kristen's not here, so I don't know. I'm like a nomad walking around. I have no idea what I'm doing. So I'm just kind of like working and keeping my nose down. So I might stop over to Sobelman's here in Waukesha coming up tonight. I got some running around to do anyway. But uh, Sobelman's Pub and Grill on St. Paul Avenue in uh, Milwaukee. Then the expanded version. They're in Waukesha. Same thing, same great food, same great Bloody Marys, all that kind of good stuff. But in Waukesha on William Street, right across the street from La Estacion. So uh, you can stop in and uh, check out the fish fry tonight. Do that. And as they say, we should catch up. So let's meet at Sobelman's. Sobelman's Pub and Grill. Good stuff for the uh, fish fry Friday coming up. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Again, 877-867-1670. Uh, got all kinds of news coming out of the, uh, coming out of the, the, uh, combine. One of the questions, I can't see if you can find out who stated it, Grant, but he was asked about whether or not he believes in space, like the concept of space outside of earth. So I have this audio. It's yes. kind of crummy audio. You can barely hear it. I talked about this for like 15 minutes on my show last night. Did you really? It's because I think it's I think it's hilarious. It's Texas Texas Tech's Tyler Owens. He's a defensive That's back. Yes. Uh, and I have the audio. I have it right here if you want to set it up. So he was ba- he's he's expressing, you know, some of the things he has to go through and some of the questions that are asked and one of those question was, "Do you believe in space?" Here's what he had to say. You guys are discussing that you don't believe in. What, what, what led you to that point to believe that? Well, like, I really, I thought you should believe in, like, the helium like, you need some power and stuff, but then, like, I started seeing, like, flat earth stuff, and I'm like, so basically the gist of it is talking about don't doesn't believe in a lot of the stuff and planets and space and you know it gets into the conspiracy theory of stuff that's made up and and here's here's my question first of all i i i the one thing that I understand with general managers that I've come to learn over the years is they're not looking for you to you, – you cannot, in an interview, you can't better yourself. In, an, in a 15-minute interview, because that's all teams get. They get 15 minutes to talk to you. So in a 15-minute interview, you can't really better yourself, but you can turn yourself into a question mark. Like, is this the guy we want? And and I just always find it interesting when these kind of things come out, when, when players will say, yeah, they asked me about space. And, you know, the one year one year they were talking about conspiracy theories. Uh, who was it? Drake May said that he took a, a college class on conspiracy theories, and he also is now being con- uh, compared to Aaron Rodgers. I think it was Drake May. And it's like, look, uh, <laughs> is this at all? going to deter any team from taking him if this guy can run a 4-3 can jump 36 uh, has enough body and height and weight 
to be able to do the job and what you've seen on film verifies what you're seeing in person, is any team not going to take him because he doesn't believe in space? Then why do the interview? That's what it always kills me that this kind of stuff comes out. Wonderlick stuff, I get. Some guys don't test well, but the Wonderlick stuff, you can at least see the mental acuity, the ability to for the player you're getting. Sometimes you don't need that. If you've got uh, you know big offensive linemen, defensive linemen, what have you, just it's it's block the guy in front of you, move the guy in front of you, fill the gap, make the tackle, whatever. You know, you don't need. You're not a quarterback. But quarterbacks, you know, I mean, if you're a really talented, athletic quarterback, the mental acuity is the difference between you just being an average quarterback and you maybe ascending to greatness. Because great quarterbacks have the ability to think. Which there's quite a few quarterbacks that if you listen to them talk in the National Football League, they're postgame pressers, they're not that smart. And some of them get by in athleticism. Some of them get by because the guys around them or athletic, some of them get by because at the, uh, when they walk to the line of scrimmage, they know exactly what's going on before it even happens. They know where the hole is going to be and their mental acuity. And some quarterbacks that probably were average to below average were good quarterbacks because of their mental acuity. You need a little bit of smarts, uh, more smarts out of your wide receiving core, and you need some, some decent smarts out of your, your secondary because they have to be able to decipher in a split second as to where they need to be and why they need to be there. But some of the stuff in the Wonderlick test and some of the stuff, the questions that are asked are crazy. Well, I love it though. And what Goody said earlier this week, and I, I didn't understand this. I think this was really nice for a lot of Packers fans to learn is a lot of that cognition testing is for the Packers. So when they get these guys in the building, they know what type of learners they are and they know yes. how they click so they can best help the player. It's not necessarily to decide, at least according to Goodykins, whether they want to draft him or not. It's how they can best develop and serve that player once they right. get him in the building, which I didn't know. I thought that was for, cool. for some. Absolutely. For some. You want to you want to be like with Caleb Williams, like he said, they would go through a list of plays, show it to him, and then talk to him for a minute, and then go back to the plays, and then he was supposed to be able – and they jumble them up, and then he was supposed to be able to figure out which one was which, you know, to see if he could, you know, take one – like, at a glance, understand what was coming at him. And, you know, teams – now, that I've heard of, and you're 100% correct. I just think some of the questions are kind of crazy, you know. The, the what reason – in the world – yeah. Does the belief in space have to do with anything? Well, the reason I love this conspiracy theory, I think most are really stupid and we've overdone conspiracy theories <laughs> in our society. But this one I love because it's like page one of the Bible stuff. Like I remember right. I went to Catholic school. I remember learning about this. It's the first 10 uh, verses of Genesis describing how like God created this dome. The heavens and the earth. With yeah. the firmament and it's held up by pillars. So like yep. obviously we don't live in a dome. It's not the Truman Show, but... This is a conspiracy theory that I love because it's not some whack brain internet thing. It's just straight out of the Bible. Right, right. <laughs> a rule. Yeah. I look. I. Uh, it, it's. It's. Uh, it's. It's. It's fun and it's great for us this time of year. It really is. Uh, and I got this one, and this one's from a Mitchell. Mitchell says, uh, "Hey, Bill, have you ever taken the Wonderlick test?" I did. Uh, and I remember it was like I was average. It wasn't like I was well above average or below. I did. I can't remember how long ago it was. When I was uh, with the flagship of the Packers, we all took it. Myself, Brian Noble, uh, God, Len Casper was there, uh, who's now the voice of the Chicago White Sox. Uh, Mark Reardon, who's now a big-time talker down at KMOX Radio in St. Louis. 
um, God, it was, uh, it was a John Jagler as well. John's now, I think a state Senator or state representative. Yeah. We all took it. And I think Len Casper did pretty well. I was, I think I was average or just a little above average, but everybody else, we kind of finished in the same area. We did. Uh, but it was, it was fun. It's, but it's, yeah, it's really, it's, it's a goofy, goofy test. And you don't know how, I mean, there are, are agents that will prepare their players for answering the Wonderlick tests and, and getting into the, you know, the analytical and philosophical side of it. So you can understand the path of which they're looking for to make it better. But yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a different test. That's for sure. No doubt. Uh, let's do this. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. Want to hear from you. Our friends at Dwayne's Cover It All up in Wausau. I want to say thanks because uh, business still rolling, rolling in and uh, just getting bigger and better and expanding and has for a while. The workforce has gotten bigger. Uh, he's doing everything from boat covers to upholstery to bimini tops, travel covers, uh, you've got different things that go on in RVs, such as the awnings and such that maybe need to be repaired. Uh, he can do things like that. How about the awning and such over your, maybe the sails over your patio? If you want to put one of those patios with the big two canvas sails or something on it, measure it out and he can do that as well. Uh, how about, uh, say, gym equipment or office furniture, some heirloom at the house, whatever it is, go to Dwayne's, D-U-A-N-E-S, Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. If he can't do it, nobody can. Dwayne's Cover It All. Dot com. Call them 715-870-2119. 715-870-2119. That's Dwayne's Cover It All. .com. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. I tell you what, uh, Joe and Ellen Hennis, they've done a fantastic job with Smoke on the Water out in Okachi. And they just had a Nashville act in what they call Below Deck, which is the big renovated room. I think it holds like two, 300 people. And that, uh, that venue downstairs, they had a big, big show down there. Was it last week or the week before? But it, it turned out really, really big for them. I'm going to stop out there a little bit later on today, too. Got a little running around. Going to go say hi to them. But uh, if you are looking for a fish fry, they're right on the lake, for gosh sakes. If you are uh, looking for a good fish fry, that's a place to go. That Sloppy Joe's Saloon and Spoon uh, out in Hubertus, on Hubertus, just uh, east of Holy Hill, that place is just a good old-fashioned Wisconsin bar. Uh, bar and pub and restaurant. And it's like when you – I always say, it's like when you walk into that place, it's like an old-fashioned should be waiting on the bar for you. It's just that cool. Either place, you can't go wrong. But to the water, the ice is pretty much gone. The water is open, and you can all you can almost smell a little bit of spring in the air now that we're into the month of March. So uh, don't forget, uh, smoke on the water on Okachi Lake, uh, right up there on Wisconsin Avenue, and on Hubertus in Hubertus. That is Sloppy Joe's Saloon and Spoon. You cannot go wrong with either place. Either place, fantastic. And always check out Smoke on the Water, uh, whether it's Facebook or Instagram, because they always have. Um, Everything that's coming up, they have a lot of entertainment that rolls through the downstairs, the below deck, and it's usually really, really cool. I know they had a murder mystery thing going on out there, too, so uh, not literally. They have, like, a show, Uh, and if you like things like that, you can do that as well. So good, good stuff from both Smoke on the Water 
and uh, Sloppy Joe's. Um, this is from uh, this is from Jackson. Jackson says some of the questions general managers ask are just stupid. Maybe they're trying to just get a rise out of the player and see if he has the emotional fortitude not to get all upset and worked up, or at least look at the general manager and call him an idiot. I know I would. I I've often thought about that. I was thinking about that this morning. I was out driving around and I was thinking about. I was listening uh, uh, to the NFL Network. And some of the questions that are asked, maybe maybe they're looking for the reaction of, what the hell are you asking me that for? You know, maybe that's the reaction they're looking for. Have you ever done anything like that in a in an interview process at all, Grant? I thought maybe I did it with counsel last year at spring training, but he gave me a look and then I adjusted and added to my question and then landed the plane. Uh, okay. But I also haven't interviewed that many people in person, so I'm probably the wrong person to ask. Uh, well, I, you know, and I, I I wouldn't necessarily degrade that, but uh, sometimes if you've got a question, if you don't ask it right, yeah, they can give you that look. But there has been times, like at a job interview, I'll never forget, I was uh, interviewing, uh, I shouldn't say interviewing, I was just kind of confirming my employment, so to speak. There was a program director that hired me, and then... I had to go just to to officially, you know, be, I guess, dubbed as okay to come on board. Uh, I met with a general manager, and the general manager was a goof. He was, he was a guy. He was one of those guys that rocks the whole time, and as he's talking to you and he's looking all around, like his eyes are darting everywhere, and you'd swear to God he's like on cocaine or something. You know, he's just you know, eyes are darting all over the place, and you're like, what's wrong with this guy? And he he. He and we were getting in. I mean, we're, I'm living in Cincinnati at the time, but he was asking me about Skyline Chili. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he goes, "You grate your own cheese." What? I even, I even looked at him. I was like, "What? What? What?" Like, no, I go to the restaurant. Oh, I'm like, like, what do you think? I'm sitting out there in a car <laughs> before I go in, going, "No, no, no, no. Here, here." Don't use the stuff that you guys freshly prepared. I brought a bag of cheese with me. So, uh, but he's also the guy that uh, ended up uh, probably about three years later ended up firing me. He he would uh, he was so like crazy. He would listen to your phone calls. It, the, it, we put in a computer system, or they did. I didn't. But we were at the sports station. We flipped a we flipped a, uh, a Christian station to all sports, and I had gotten a job offer at a minor league baseball team. Uh, to do baseball and I wasn't going to take it it just it wasn't a lot of money and I didn't want to move at the time and I was pretty established but he listened to that phone call and so instead of me telling him I might be considering leaving he decided to fire me before that happened so when I showed up in the uh, in the parking garage that day he was there he's like telling me how great I am and what I've done for the station and how it's risen to popularity and then the elevator goes ding and opens up and there's all my crap he's like but we're gonna have to let you go have a good life and then he walks away. And I'm, I, I, I wanted to yell at him, like, do you grate your own cheese? Do you grate your own cheese, for God's sakes? We've got uh, three more hours of this stupidity coming up. Don't go anywhere. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michaels Show coming up.